Live from the Coachella Valley. From daytime drama. I want to walk over to you and I want to hold you and I'll take you in my arms and never let you go. To daily drama. I refer to them as animals. Shaking up your Saturday. The John Callahan Show from iHub Radio. Good morning, Palm Springs. Coachella Valley, Southern California, and the rest of the United States. Um, can you hear me okay? Uh, can I hear myself okay? Okay. I don't know what one does to increase the volume of feedback, but who knows? We'll figure that out on the break. All right, as long as you can hear me, America, that's important. Um, what happened in this past week? Um, we had... We had seven days, but one of them was Tuesday. And that Tuesday was a super Tuesday, depending on your political affiliation, but it was pretty dramatic and pretty important. Let me just take a quick hit of water here. Remember to hydrate. Um, the, um, the results of the of the Tuesday primary, of which I voted, and I hope you all did as well, um, is that Joe Biden, after he won uh, South Carolina, he came on strong, and he won like 9 or 10 of the 14 primaries. Uh, I forget the last one came in late. Um, might have been Tennessee because of the tornado. But in any case, he came from... from back of the pack to now he currently has a lead over Sanders 457 delegates to 382 oh I was going to say the numbers actually they finally counted them up yeah 664 for Joe and 573 for Bernie Saunders while Elizabeth Warren and Michael Bloomberg and Pete Buttigieg have their own delegates but they're no longer around I suppose right Oh, 664 versus 573? Yeah, that's well, a little bit closer. Slightly. Well, yeah, what is it? 90-ish? 91? Uh, a lead of 91, I think? I believe so. And the previous lead, if you take 457, 382, is 75. So a slight increase, actually. Oh, okay. True. But but negligible, but still. Um the goal is to get to, I forget, is it 1,900 and change? Uh, 1,991. There you go, 1,991. Um, I remember that year because if you read it backwards, it was 1,991. Um, <laughs> dyslexic paradise. Uh, in any case, yeah, so he's basically a third of the way there. Um, and he had next to nothing prior, so quite a comeback. Um, there's many theories as to, you know, why it happened. I mean, I think Sanders started to scare some people. Um, and also the Democratic establishment was going, Trump is just going to plaster this socialist, socialist, socialist. And they've done some, you know, quiet polls and they're not going to get any swing states. And the right wing was going to hold their nose and vote for Trump again, you know, besides the hardcore, you know, Trump is the best thing since God. Um, so uh, I, I wish Joe the best. He is by no means a lock. 
and you can see the we're gonna attack his mental state you know he's got dementia he can't forget he's his tongue his mouth is full of gaffes and he doesn't know where he is and you know as opposed to the sharpest tool in the shed which is um you know don cheeto god help us two 70 something year old white guys who have mental problems are leading the <laughs> our two leading choices for president of the United States. <sighs> well, would you also say that the theory that if Elizabeth Warren had dropped out, that her votes would have gone to Bernie to some extent? That is a good question. Um, I think a higher percentage would have gone to Bernie had she done it immediately. You're right. On the other hand, I have a watch. But on the other hand, um, if you recall that debate a couple of debates ago when she came up and she refused to shake his hand and said, are you calling me a liar or something like that? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember and that. And then Tom Steyer comes in and tries to go, hi, 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 I just want to say hello. <laughs> I mean, it was brave of him. Um, so she, I don't know, you know, what kind of a grudge she may have on that. Um. And also what I think she's probably doing, again, pure speculation, she's probably waiting to see what kind of offers. You know, um, running mate, cabinet post, blah, 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 promises in the future. Uh, so she may be thinking about that and also weighing how it affects her political future. Oh, yeah. You know, do I make, what is the cost-benefit analysis of backing Biden versus backing Sanders. So I don't, you know, people who bitch, you know, oh, why is she holding out? Well, because she's taking her time with this. This is a big decision. You don't go from dropping out to immediately backing somebody unless you are pretty certain that beating Trump, quote unquote, is the most important thing. And uh, Buttigieg, Klobuchar, and um, Bloomberg. Bloomberg. We're right there, and I think um, I think that helped. Also, I think it. I think I would respect someone like Elizabeth Warren taking her time to decide who she would endorse, instead of like Bloomberg, Buttigieg, and Klobuchar who just go out of the bat to endorse a candidate. And I think it's important to have discussions and really think uh, think to yourself who you would want to endorse. And I think that there's some admir you could admire someone for at least taking their time as opposed to like just going straight for an answer. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I was a Biden guy early on, but then when Bloomberg came in, I said, you know, here's a guy who's, you know, money's no problem and um he did run New York City rather well. I was there for a large part of it and um but uh Warren just, you know, took a, a nightstick to his knees the very first time and he's already short so he didn't need that <laughs> but you know I, that was I don't know it was dirty politics but that certainly wasn't unify the party um, but be that as it may she's got she's got a lot of good qualities very smart there's been a couple of articles written um, you know is it sexist or what is it it's definitely harder to um, run for president as a woman period end of quote for for many reasons that I don't really want to get into right now but um 
you know, if you're strong, you're a bitch. If you make excuses, you're a whiner. Um, it's it's a rock and a hard place for sure. Um, listen, if you got anything you want to text, it's seven six zero six nine nine o two o two. That's seven six zero six nine nine o two o two. And I'm on the break. I'm sure I'll fix my screen so I can actually get some of these texts. Brian will help me on the break. On the break. Um, so. It's now a two-man race, basically. I, I, somebody said Tulsi Gabbard was still in the race. I said, okay, good. For the 1% retards, um, there you go. Tulsi, good. Good for you. She doesn't, she's, what, Democrat, but acts like Republican, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Biden won by uh, appealing to African-Americans, older whites, and suburbanites. Um Bernie took a big lead on on millennials and and uh, you know younger people, um, but they didn't really show up, which you know surprised me. You know, in the voting polls, they they were you know average. You know, maybe a tiny bit increase, but nothing like the surge that he was predicting and needed. So, um, by the way, uh, Trump urges the public to stay calm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Just stay calm. Um, I'll get to, I'll get to the coronavirus in a minute, but there's over a hundred Corona cases, not cases of Corona. Let's not get that beer involved. Okay. Um, uh, by the way, I would urge people just parenthetically to to buy Corona because there's a third of the people who believe that the coronavirus has something to do with drinking Corona. I thought it was a parody. Amazingly enough, there are a sizable percentage of people who believe that crap. I honestly thought that you were just misinterpreting a joke. And then I saw somewhere about how Corona stock went down and I'm like, well, I guess... I guess I have to apologize to John. <laughs> I guess there really no, is. You don't have some. to apologize. You can just admit that you were wrong. But it's it's ridiculous. But it also makes me want to buy Corona. You know, even though it's not my favorite beer by a long shot. It's not. Um, it's it's it's. I don't know. I don't want to insult Budweiser people, but it's like Mexican Bud. Um, and speaking of Mexican Bud, uh, marijuana stock is going down. But that's a whole other story. Um, anyway. The, um, the the corona cases, coronavirus cases are approaching 100,000 worldwide. Now, we didn't have any test kits, remember? Like, you know, everybody's dragging their feet. Oh, it's a low number. Yeah, because the test kits didn't work and you didn't have any. Well, now I hear 1.5 million test kits are being produced and they're going to go out. So that's going to skyrocket the number of cases in the United States because more people are going to be tested. And Trump's response is, everybody be calm. (laughs) Okay. um, Just be calm. Just be calm. Just be calm. If you just calm down, it'll go away. Exactly. Like a miracle. Miracle. One day it'll all be gone. (laughs) And then you can come to Mar-a-Lago because, you know, there's not enough people paying these days. 
and travel. Oh, man, I want people staying in my hotels when they come to Washington and give me money. Did I say that? No. Um, all right, listen. The Remember the Afghan peace talks? When he, when he read from the prompter something about, you know, and it's glorious. And Well, that lasted about four days. And uh, the Taliban started to attack Afghan forces. Um, the U.S. military bombed the Taliban. The president of Afghanistan, um, he wasn't going to take, he didn't like the deal. He wasn't consulted in the beginning anyway. And he said, I object publicly to parts of this deal. So the whole thing breaks down. They're at war. And, you know, you're not going to hear Trump talking about Afghanistan very much in the near future. Um, personally, I think we should keep some. Um, I know they were going to draw it down immediately from 13,000 to about six and then pull out the six in a year, you know, like right after the election. Mm -hmm. I don't know. A lot of conservative Republicans are saying this is a bad deal. You can't trust the Taliban. And the proof is in the pudding within a week. But they don't want to speak too loud because then they'll be seen as anti-Trumpers and, you know, that whole mess. Be tweeting on the toilet. Listen, this is the uh, John Callahan Show. I'll be back in two minutes. Radio host with a face made for TV. Hey, neighbor! And fine as the sand in an hourglass. So are the days of our lives. He calls it as he sees it. It's John Callahan on iHub Radio. Welcome back. It's John Callahan. And I am happy to be talking to you guys. I have my volume now. I feel much better. Um, where were we? We were talking about the Afghan peace talks that were breaking down. Yeah. Before that, the coronavirus will be skyrocketing once the tests come. And then it's a pretty much a two-man race in the uh, upcoming Democratic uh, nomination process. Um, there, was a, there was a tornado, as I'm sure if you're not living under a rock, you read about or watched. Excuse me. In, uh, in Tennessee, um, 24 were dead. Many more are missing. <sighs> Nashville got hit pretty hard. And I have uh, good people that, that live and work there. Nice friends of mine. And I wish everybody um, safety and um, recovery. Uh, it's going to be thunderstorms in a couple of days out there. And I hope people aren't caught in the rain. Um, Taylor Swift, by the way multi-platinum and incredibly talented um, she writes great songs with hooks you know um, so you remember that but anyway she donated one million dollars to Tennessee tornado relief so I just wanted to put a shout out to her good for her um, I hope perhaps there is a it would seem like a natural fit but I hope that there will be some sort of 
group of Nashville musicians who will put on a benefit concert to give aid to the people who have you know, lost everything. <clears throat> um, here's something that I read that I, I didn't quite understand. Um, Iran, or Iran, will temporarily free about 54,000 prisoners to help stem the uh, tide of the coronavirus spreading. Temporarily, it just kind of stuck in my mind. I mean, okay, you're free now, but, you know, come back in a month. <laughs> Your shackles are waiting. Your cell will still be here. I, your one blanket and your filthy pillow. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it, this is like released on recognizance. Um, are they going to put like monitors on their ankles? Are they just going to say, "Go and come back in a month"? I don't know. That, how would that work in America? If we released fifty-four thousand people from, you know, Leavenworth or something, how many would come back? You know, I don't know. It's it's funny because when the Mexicans, we used to just say, okay, um, go and come back for a hearing in three months or something. And 95% of them would come back. Now, granted, they wanted to come to America, so that was an incentive. You know, where else are they going to go? But I just find it funny. You know, temporary release of prisoners. <laughs> They're not going to spend, you know, a lot of manpower watching each of the 54,000, I'll tell you that. So, I hope they gave them, like, a Google map and, you know, good luck. Um, Vladimir Putin. He, um, he's proposing a constitutional amendment that, among other things, can, you know, let him run for being head dictator for a longer period but also, um, he wants it to include banning same-sex marriage. <sighs> he just keeps gathering fans with the um, the Trump base, right? <laughs> I, you know, Pence didn't have anything to say. You know, I am against banning same-sex marriage. I think you should be able to marry who you love. Mm, call me, call me liberal. Call me crazy. The um, I think those two talk. I think they tweet. You know, when he's like late at night and he gets up and has to sit down for twenty minutes, and you know, he's got his phone with him while he's digesting that Big Mac or the second one, and. I think he tweets Vlad. Here's an indication. Um, the Trump re-election campaign, you know, since he got acquitted, quote-unquote, by the Senate for the impeachment, he's like, he's going after everybody. You know, revenge. That's what he does. You know, he's a mean-spirited guy. And the re-election campaign, <laughs> suing the Washington Post, that's, of course, Jeff Bezos, that's Amazon, we don't like him, right? for libel, which is not going to be, you know, forget it. It's not going to happen. Um, 
Malice aforethought? I don't believe so. Even with the conservative court. At the same time, now here's the thing. Vladimir Putin is suing the New York Times for something similar. How dare they say we meddled in the elections. So Putin and Trump are going, all right, you sue the Post, I'll sue the Times, and we'll all be happy. We're going to take a break. Bottom of the hour. I'll be back in a few. John Callahan. Simplicity is the glory of expression. It's John Callahan on iHub Radio. Yellow, yeah, welcome back. It's John Callahan. Um, where were we? Oh, uh, Tuesday, by the way. You know, speaking of speaking of Super Tuesday uh, and all the delegates, um, there's. This coming Tuesday, it's not quite Super Tuesday. It's like, it's not Meh Tuesday. It's it's semi Super. It's Ultra Tuesday. <laughs> it's it's, um, it's terrific Tuesday. It's terrific Tuesday. It's it's good enough Tuesday. Good enough. <sighs> that reminds me, I made a terrible joke at Trader Joe's, and I said, "This cheese is it Gouda?" And she goes, "No, it it tastes just like it." I said, "But it's not good enough." Okay. Um, <laughs> Leave. <laughs> I'd be happy to. I have breakfast um, awaiting me and my dog. Okay. Anyway, on Tuesday, there's going to be, I, I forget the states. I know a few of them. I think there's five states that are going to have primaries. Do you know the states? You can Google that in five seconds while I. You know, the funny thing is that I actually have the primaries pulled up, so let me look into it. All right. Well, I will tell you that North Dakota, Washington, and Michigan are among them, and I think there's two more. But, um, I don't know. They're, from my understanding, they're heavily leaning towards um, <clears throat> Joe Biden, from what I've heard the pundits talk about. Which, Michigan or the five primaries? Just overall, like, I looked up polls and all that, and they would, and um, a lot of those polls seem to suggest that Joe Biden will either marginally win some of these, or will... I would say convincingly convincingly win. Yeah, I think, well, Michigan has 125 up, and I think they went blue. Um, On March 10th, Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, and Washington will be doing their primaries, while North Dakota apparently will have a firehouse caucus, (laughs) according to this well, there's only, there's only 17 people who live in um, North Dakota, so I think they'll be able to fit in that firehouse, and there'll be enough coffee. Um, Idaho, Mississippi, Missouri, Michigan, Washington. Okay, well, that's, that's the middle of the country for the most part, you know, um, Idaho and Washington aside, but there's a bit of Rust Belt, um, I, I can see where they would be slightly more in favor of uh, Joe Biden. 
So I wish him well. I mean, if, of the 350 delegates, I'll go out on a limb and say he gets at least 200, if, I, if not 250. I would say he would get, I think it would almost be half and half, but he would get, but I imagine Joe Biden would get the upper half. Like, well, that's what I said. 200 oh, out of yeah. 350. Oh, oh, my bad. I'm <laughs> sorry. 200 versus 150. Um, True. But yeah, I mean, I, I I think that's not it doesn't take a genius, but I would be pleasantly surprised if it was a higher margin. Um, I just think Biden has a better chance of beating Donald Trump. Period. End of quote. But I also like a lot of his policies. I like some of Sanders' policies, but um, he he came across he didn't do very well um, recently, and I think. I think he's going to slow down, just my personal thought. But anyway. And then five days later, by the way, the 11th Democratic debate will be in Phoenix, Arizona on the March 15th. So I'd be curious to see how the two-man race is going to work because we've been so used to like a crowded field. I wonder how it's going to be with two guys, with the two guys just yeah, talking to each other. I think, I think that's interesting. It, there'll be less hand-raising and overlapping. Um, you may have a little more time to expand and expound on your uh, policies and or rebuttals. Um, I look forward to it as well. Um, you know, remember um, Trump versus uh, Hillary when he was kind of walking behind her. <laughs> Saturday Night Live had a blast with that one. Um, we shall see. So that'll be the 15th, just not far from St. Patrick's Day. So if you don't if you like the results, you can go out and celebrate. And if you don't, you can drown yourself. Um, and wear green. And wear green. Vote green no matter who. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, what was it? The Green New Deal um, had a, has a lot of good points. I don't know why people are going. It's because the spokesman was, was kind of polarizing. In the I think it OEC. was a pretty... I would say the Green New Deal should be something that a Democrat should definitely pick up because then it would pick up steam instead of the Green Party. Because Jill Stein... Let's just say her only real accomplishment is running for president about seven times and never winning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's move on to something a little bit lighter, but with slightly dangerous undertones. Ooh. Uh-oh. The James Bond movie. Oh, I, I have ideas. I have opinions. They, uh, their global release is being delayed till November. Um, they're saying they don't want, you know people in the movie theaters coming together and spreading the germs that may well be true but i'm sure there's another thing if there are less people going to movie theaters which stats aren't out yet but people are less people are going to dinner and less people are traveling everybody's sort of hunkering down a little bit scared and traveling only when they have to but bottom line is if it comes out and the virus is spreading and you know attendance and ticket sales are down 25-33%, they are not going to be happy, the people who own the Bond movies, and nor the movie theaters. So that may be a little more... And also China in general is realistic. a very big um, market. market. So if your movie doesn't do any business in China, you're most likely not going to make any, half, the half, the, half the price and all that, especially since No Time to Die is already going to be expensive to begin with. But I, th I and they're going to lose money because they already released their advertisement. Exactly, Movie, the movie's budget plus advertisement money, and 
The thing is, though, they got to reprint posters. They got to do trailers again. And the thing is that it's also, but at least it's going to be in a less competitive year, November. But it's also Oscar season, so there's so many things that can go wrong with the release date. But that's the unfortunate thing about having something like the coronavirus, because even South by Southwest, the film festival, got canceled. And movies like Sonic are not doing as well as they should be because the China market is gone. So Sonic the Hedgehog, which is a very, which is a property that's very popular in Asian countries as well, that that didn't get the success that it should have. It's still a success. It's just not a bigger success, I suppose. Interesting. Okay. Um, let's move to and coronavirus is everywhere. And that's I'm, I'm not making a joke. It's literally and figuratively. Italy has three thousand cases and a hundred dead, increasing all the time. So they have closed schools and universities, um, and sporting events until April. So. We shall see. I mean, in, in where we live, right here in the greater Palm Springs area, or Coachella Valley, call it what you will, we're having um, major, major, major events where people are coming from all over the world. Um, the, uh, the BNP Paribas Open, it's the unofficial fifth major tennis tournament. That starts this weekend, I think, this Sunday. And uh, goes for like two weeks. They have not canceled as of yet. And shortly thereafter, these, um, the ANA, which used to be called the Dinah Shore, it's the first ladies professional golf association, LPGA, major. And that's in Mission Hills, which is very close to Palm Springs. Um, you've got two Coachella concerts, which draw, what, over 100,000 um, each night for three days for two weekends so like six days people from all over the country um oh by the way the, the tennis tournament has people from all over the world uh and then you've got stagecoach which is a very very popular um country music festival that also follows one week after the two coachella weekends so far they are still going um i've and it's weird because we have uh, we have um, no confirmed cases, knock on wood, right here, yet. And yet there is a there is a conflict. You know, this is this is pretty purple. It used to be redder, but more conservative. But it's a little bit purple now. But you've got the acronym NIMBY, not in my backyard, which would be a normal, you know, hey, get these foreigners out of here, um, versus the amount of money that these concerts and sporting events um, bring into the valley. So they're going, oh, shit. You know, possibility of disease just exploding versus losing several hundred million dollars in revenue that will go and benefit um, immediately, plus the increased travel, tourism, exposure for the future. <sighs> Hotels, restaurants, you name it. So it's interesting. I, I, I don't pray often, but when I do, I mean it, and I would pray for um, a safe um, 
March and April here because that's when all these events are happening, starting this weekend and going through the end of April. Um, I really hope, you know, there's some GOP people like Donald Jr. says, oh, I mean, Democrats want lots of deaths, you know, to hurt the market, to hurt my dad. No, I don't want lots of deaths. I don't want lots of infections. I want people to wash their hands, to be very careful, to stay home if you feel sick. Don't spread it. Don't go to work, no matter who says that. And um, I want the valley to prosper and, and make some money and everybody's happy and we get to listen to some great music and watch some fabulous athletes. So that's my prayer. Uh, Bloomberg, Klobuchar, and Buttigieg all back Biden. Warren to come. We already spoke about that at the top of the hour. She's going to weigh her options and probably see who gives her the best deal. The um, the company called Apple, you know, they're kind of wealthy. They're going to pay $500 million, which is sounds like a half a billion to me, um, to settle a lawsuit that they slowed down the older models of phones to sway customers to buy newer ones. In other words, make more money. Um, they're accepting no culpability. It's just, we just feel like giving $500 million away. Sorry, Apple, but you got caught, and please don't do it again. That's built-in obsolescence. Oh, uh, I don't even know what this is. It's more for your generation, Brian, but an Instagram influencer party? I guess that's a way to to be on Instagram and have a lot of likes and then people will associate you and they'll actually pay you because you're endorsing this or you're pushing something. Oh yeah. You're, you're, that's pretty on point. Um, I would even say like the book I'm carrying right now, like if I had a lot of Instagram followers and I want, and they said, Oh, you read a lot in your book, Instagrammer, then you could also promote books too. Oh, so, wow. so okay. it's a variety of products, not just beauty, but mostly beauty and makeup and sometimes books. I will get back after the break and i'll talk about the instagram party gone bad i would love to hear this all right talk to you soon john callahan From the Palm Springs iHub, the John Callahan Show from iHub Radio. Welcome back. It's John Callahan. We've got we've got stuff to talk about. I've I've talked way too much about Corona, but um, Iran says it's developing a vaccine for coronavirus. How'd they do that? How? Well, 10% of Iran's parliament has been infected. And I've always said, if you want something done, just have it affect your congressman. And all of a sudden, boom, change will come. So there you go. So there you go. So let's get somebody. Nah, I can't even go there. Um, India. 
that's the second most populous country. Um, and they, they love their cows, you know. Well, they have 29 confirmed cases. And that's a, uh, how, how many billion? I mean, there are over a billion people. Um, if it starts to go crazy in India, watch out. Because now you're talking about millions. Millions. Remember, a, a million infections in India is only one-tenth of one percent if you have a billion people. <sighs> Let's change the subject for a second. Um, my dad was in World War II, and I remember all the posters and all the planes going overhead in the 50s after the war. And um, one of the posters that I thought was pretty cool, and it had a rebirth during the women's movement in the 60s was Rosie the Riveter. And she was this woman who um, embodied um, women going to work in the factories as the men were overseas, you know, fighting um, in the Pacific and in Europe. Well, Rosalind P. Walter was the inspiration and the model for Rosie the Riveter. And she died at 95 this week. So, rest in peace, Rosie. Um, the global climate change increased the Australian fire risk by 30%. Yep. How about a good note? General Motors, GM. They will invest $20 billion, that's billion, into electric cars over the next five years. Good for them. They're actually seeing the future. What's the other effect of coronavirus? Um, Amazon, Apple, other big corporations, they're suspending business travel for a while. That's going to hurt the airlines. Watch your stock. Um, this week, a couple of things happened. Um, in 1963, Patsy Cline died. Great, great, great country singer. Um, in 1770, what happened? Well, remember the thing you learn in the history books, uh, the Boston Massacre? Well, there were five Americans killed. Now, 200 years later, we had four dead in Ohio, and that was called Kent State. The more things change. Um, good news. There's gene editing tool called CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R, um, and it's working to restore critical light sensing cells in the eyes, in the retina, and it could be a possible cure for blindness. That is good. We can't cure cancer, but we can make people see again. Good for them, and good luck. The, um, International Criminal Court is authorized investigating uh, into war crimes by both the U.S. and the Taliban. be interesting to say, see what the administration's position is on that. Um, there's a Grand Princess cruise off the coast of California. 
they're being quarantined and held there until three thirty five hundred passengers are tested. Um, I think um, they've tested forty six and twenty one are infected, which is close to half. We, sorry, honey, let's take that cruise. Um, I think cruises are going to be down too. The uh, stock market got pummeled this past week. Now, the right wing says the media and the Democrats are exaggerating the um, coronavirus because it's going to hurt the market and therefore hurt Trump's chances of being reelected. So the hardcore right wing conspiracy theorists are saying it's really not that bad. Trump is saying you don't even have to wash your hands. Just go out there. You're feeling a little sick. Go, 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 go work. Mingle spread. Um, It's really funny how politics gets in the way of um, facts and public safety. Um, what also happened this week? Oh, Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. He died at the Alamo in 1836 with about another, I don't know, 185 guys with him. They held off Santa Ana's troops. Um, there were thousands of them. Held them off for about a week. Also spawned a couple of movies. Thank you, Davy Crockett, for your service. Um, there's, um, you know, uh, there are screeners, health screeners at LA International Airport, you know, to test people who look like they may be sick. Well, two of them, two of the screeners have the coronavirus now. So that's ironic. That terrible period before they showed symptoms. They're checking you, and they're actually giving it to you. So healthy people probably got it from them. It's it's not funny. It's just sad. And um, I will close it on the PNB uh, tennis tournament, the Paribas Open that we're having in Indian Wells, which is right here in the Coachella Valley. Um, what they're doing is um, the ball kids... Um, they used to be called ball boys, but, you know, both sexes, and that's fine. Ball kids will wear gloves this year, and players will be required to manage their own towel. Ball kids will not touch or move player towels, and a chair will be placed at the back of the court for the players to hang their towel for usage during the match. Let's hope they don't run into it trying to get a volley. Um, volunteers taking tickets at the entrance will also wear gloves as will all restaurant and food supply workers. More than 250 hand sanitizing stations will be placed there, and all common areas throughout the facility will be cleaned daily with an antiviral application. Also, if you're really scared and you don't want to go, you can get credit for your tickets for either next year or possibly just you know get your money back. Let's be safe out there. Let's be smart. Okay? As Trump said, everybody calm down. This is John Callahan. It has been a pleasure. I will be back next week? For sure. Next week. Take care. Love you.